are now listening to interviews on the app. You are now listening to interviews on the app. All right, welcome to Boulevard Ave. Interviews on the app, y'all. I am your host, Old Man Logan. Want to tell y'all. Thank you for tuning in. First and foremost, follow us on Instagram at Boulevard Ave Radio. That is B-L-V-D-A-V-E underscore radio. We are also on Twitter. You can listen to the Boulevard Ave Radio podcast on every major streaming platform that there is. So what does that mean? That means you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify as well as Google Play. Just to name a couple of them, all right? So today, we're going to get into a quick interview. We got two brothers on the line. And you know what I'm saying? They're going to tell y'all about themselves, tell you about their music and, um, you know, what's to come from them. All right. So without further ado, y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, this is Wally Kwam, representing And this is this is Corey, repping UTLMMG as well. All right. All right. Rally and Corey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Boulevard Ave Radio, man. Okay, so let's go ahead, get into this, man. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? Yeah, we feeling good, man. We all good. All right, all right. I know we were supposed to do this a couple of days ago. My apologies, you know what I'm saying? We was recording our shows. Time went over on one show, and that took time from another show. And, you know what I'm saying, before I knew it, we had to get about the studio. So my apologies on that. But we here now, so let's go ahead and get into these questions now, shall we? All right, so Rally, Rally, we're going to start with you first, bro. Let the people know just who Rally is and, and, and you know what I'm saying, what you want to tell them, where you calling from, you know, all that good stuff. Okay, yeah, my name is Rally Kwan. I'm with Um I'm originally from Mount Vernon, New York. I live in Arizona now, in the Phoenix area. Um, I'm working on this new track right now. It's called in, in My Own Lane. I'm in my own lane with the music and... You know, just a life period. So it's a, it's a it's a powerful message in it, and um, it's lyrical. You know, we um we like to just um put ourselves out there with a message, so people can wake up from it. Word, word. All right, Riley. All right, Riley. All right, Corey. Tell us where you're calling from, and just tell us a little bit about yourself, real quick. Well, my name's Corey, and you know, like Riley said, we're, I'm repping UTLMMG as well. I'm uh, originally from Alaska. And I'm out here in Phoenix, Arizona as well. And uh, the song that um, that I've recently been working on is Light and Blunt, but recently released on uh, Spotify. And it's going to be on all major platforms. And really, it's just a single. Um, so really, just, you know, express this era, in a sense, I could say. Okay. All right. Now, are you guys solo acts or are you a group or are you doing a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, uh, Riley, tell me, what are some of your influences? I know you said you from uh, you from NY, correct? That's right. All right. So tell me about some of your influences, man. Influence me? You said influence me? Yeah. Yeah. Some of your influences. I would say Nas, Big Pun. These brothers came with the something nobody else did. It's like the uniqueness just um, enlightened me in a lot of different ways, man. It made me want to, you know, start writing and doing music, poetry. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's amazing what those brothers done, man. And um, it just woke me up. And, you know, like, I coincide with that in so many type of ways, internally, especially. And that's why he really forced that outside myself to manifesting what these brothers put in me. So that's how that came about. Okay, okay. Uh, that being said, a lot of people don't put uh, don't put uh, Pun up there like that, man. He definitely deserves to be. So you know what I'm saying. I was a big fan, a big big fan of Big Pun. Excuse me. Uh, so that being said, though, what's one of your favorite Nas tracks and one of your favorite Big Pun tracks? One of my favorite Big Pun tracks, I would say. Oh man, it's a lot of them. Um, sorry. I would say, um, you ain't a killer. Okay, okay. Nas, Nas, I would say, um, I gave you power. 
Ah, nice, nice. That's all for uh um it was written. It was written. That's correct. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you consider yep. it was written as a classic, man? Because I be having this debate a lot, man. It, it gets panned so much because it was so different from Illmatic. But you know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like yeah. it was written was a classic in its own right. It was definitely a classic. Definitely. Word, word. I don't think it gets too much better than that. All right, all right. Corey, tell us some of your influences, man. Uh, I can start out with uh, Eminem for one. Just, you know, because I could relate a lot from his background and, you know, experiences. Um, as well as uh, his music, you know, I like his wordplay. I like his messages. And he's, he's just very creative. Um, another one I could say is uh, King Loaf is just because, you know, he's so conscious when it comes to music and not just putting anything out there. He's putting a message in the music for the people to, you know, understand and try to grow them mentally. Okay, okay. So, uh, favorite Eminem track and favorite King Lowe's track? Man, whoa. I say my favorite King Lowe's track. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I could say, though, off the top of my head would be, I I would say, what's it called? King Lowe's. I say Black Light. Okay. Just because the message he has in there is, you know, something that you don't hear on a normal basis. And uh, it really just sparks something in my mind in a conscious way to uh, just really think about certain things. Okay. And uh, for Eminem, I could say... What's that one song? The classic two uh about the name. Man, what's that name? I'm sorry, I was just trying to remember. It's all good. What album is it from? You know you know the name of the album? Uh Mocking Mockingbird. Mockingbird, that would be it. Oh, okay, okay. Just cause you know, just the way he explains things, it kinda relates to certain uh aspects of my life in the past that I could really, you know, relate to. Okay. And that's probably one of the most songs that touched me the most, eternally. I feel that. I feel that. I always wanted Eminem to do an album, like a um, concept album, where it basically in the mindset of uh, Rabbit from 8 Mile. I, I always thought if he did that, man, because those were some of my favorite uh, Eminem songs ever, the ones he had on the 8 Mile soundtrack. And I said, man, if he can give us 12 of these joints... And, and, and in this in this rabbit mindset, I thought it would have been some of the best best hip hop ever, man. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I agree. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, all right. So uh, that being said, we got into some of y'all influences, but uh, let me know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Listening to these people I, I, is one thing, but what made you want to actually go into recording music and say, hey, you know what? Let me go and take a shot at this. And, and see what I can bring to the table. Yeah, I can say, man, everybody in my neighborhood was doing it, and it was it was fun. It was like a sport. Like everybody, we was actually having fun, and it was just the uniqueness. You see what's inside of people, and that be manifest through words and and poetry, and just how to connect in their words made me want to like. Like do it to the beat because it sounds more better than people actually dancing to it. Mm-hmm. And people were having fun, and it was just our way of fun. And then it, it, it started. We started recording like ourselves, and and people liked it in the neighborhood, just in the neighborhood. And then after that, it's just like you know, we, you do it professionally over good quality instruments and everything. It, the people's reaction became louder and louder, and it made me just want to stay in and stick to it and, and just keep elevating in. Okay, okay. What about you, Corey? Um, I could say it started from watching TV, you know, like seeing MTV Cribs and stuff. But then, you know, past the, you know, materialistic stuff, I grew a love for it. I love the process. I love the feeling it brought me. And I love, you know, just getting people's attention for a message and people looking up to you to motivate them. And, you know, it could, you could help someone going that's going through something very serious and, 
know that they're not alone going through that process. And uh, I could say also, like I said, I just grew the passion for it and the love, and then it was bigger than the materialistic stuff to me. And it's really just, you know, putting the message out there for people to hear and understand to see if they can build them in a better way. Okay, word, word. Y'all giving some great answers, man. Great answers. Um, You know what I'm saying? Riley, tell me what your first song was that you recorded. Like, what was it about? Wow. Hmm. Um, first song that I recorded. First song I recorded was actually with, with my brother. And it, it, it was about um, the things we were doing in our neighborhood, man. Just the people that was just doing wicked things mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. Because that's that's how we came up. And that's how that's what we were seeing and that's what we came involved with. So that's what we talked about because we knew they would like it. And like I said, it was wicked, but it was just about just the things that went on in my neighborhood. As far as the, the, the drugs and the weapons and the, the burglaries carjacking was a big thing thing mm-hmm. and that's that's what the song is about okay okay is it a song you think uh to this day you know what i'm saying that 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 the, the current rally would would say ah right, yeah this is a good this is a good joint i could i could release this today and, and and still you know get a good get some good feedback or is it something you'd be like uh oh, let me go re-record this joint no i wouldn't even want to even talk about those things like I agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's the total opposite, man. I wouldn't even, you know, um, I, I don't. I wouldn't even really write like that unless I was like expressing and putting it in the art. But it's in the art, right? Right. But um, tap on those things. Or I metaphorically speak about some of those things that was going on, and um, I, I create like pictures off of, you know, that being the foundation and moving something positive off of. Right. Right. But, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to like believe something like that. Not now. To the bad messages, leave the people, and put that in. There you go. I, I, that, that's what's up, man. You, it's that's that's dope to hear. That's dope to hear artists say that, man. All right, um, Corey, Corey, what about you, sir? Um, I could say uh, to pick up where he left off. Uh, like the songs that I used to record wouldn't be something that I would like to release nowadays because I grew so much from where I was in the past and elevated from that point and like you said you know putting you know no no really good message out there and leading people in the wrong direction um so I I'd say I'd create something more different but I do actually you know have some songs back in the day or that I would you know kind of like redo in a way Mm-hmm. and edit certain stuff. Okay, okay. All right, so um, now that that's been said, um, why don't we get into the, uh, the the single that you guys did. Uh, let's let's talk about Came Up real quick. So uh, let us know what's the meaning behind the title and, um, you know what I'm saying, some of the content of the song uh, Came Up. Okay, Came Up is, is basically... You know, like how we started from nothing, like being poor, man, to being, you know, around poor people and just having nothing. And how we elevated from that. And how, like, it's, we're celebrating the elevation of, like, hey, look, I was down now, I'm up now. And, you know, it's like an excitement feeling, like, like you're overcoming something. So that's how the title came about, man. Like, oh, like, like it's a big party almost. And, it's, it's just a good feeling overcoming that struggle. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree 100% with uh, what Riley said, you know, just coming up and just coming where you're coming from and, you know, just it's good when you're elevating and you actually see that you're elevating. Okay, okay. Have y'all done any performances of uh, uh, Came Up yet? No, we haven't. Not yet. Okay, okay. I was going to ask a question in regards to performing. Um, y'all, but y'all have pre- performed before, though, correct? Yes, yeah, we performed before. Okay, uh, uh, collectively or just like on the solo tip or like how, how did you guys do that? 
Okay, okay. Overall, it's a different, different joints we released. Yeah. All right. So uh, that being said, what, what do you think was one of your best uh, performances you've had uh, thus far? One of my best, uh, I think, I, I was just um, this one on New Year's of 2017, and, you know, and everybody was just like bopping with us, and we had we, we had the crowd's attention, and that's what I liked the most. Like it wasn't just dead, and everybody was enjoying themselves and bopping with us, and that frequency picked up and got very strong once we got their energy and had them going. Um, it was a song we did. It was a multiple. A performance song, and I, I think that was one of my best performances ever. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, mine, mine would be probably back in uh, Alaska. Um, I could say I did a, I did like a competition up there, um, and I performed a song. And I could say that you know the crowd really loved what they were hearing and just relating. Uh, like I was bringing back before, it's just relation. They could relate to it, and you know, they could understand the message that's being portrayed in it. Okay, okay. Have you uh, had an opportunity to uh, perform Light and Blunts yet? Uh, not, um, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Okay, okay. Uh, is it is it a song you you excited about, and you want to see what the reception is? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I would love. I would love it. All right, word, word. Okay, so uh, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? What's an artist that you would like to work with? You know, and and, and I want to add a little bit to that. Uh, give me one, uh, you know, rapper that you would love to work with, and give me like one um, R and B singer. You know what I'm saying? That you would love to work with. I would say J. Cole right now. And uh, R.P. singer, Rihanna. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be kind of hard to lose with Rihanna. <laughs> huh? I said it'd be kind of hard to lose with a Rihanna on, on the hook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny, man. I, I would work with, you know, like, I don't want Okay. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Uh, mine actually would be J. Cole, too. Just just because, uh, you know, I, I just love his songs and I love the messages that he has to bring. And my R&B singer would probably be, oh, man, i say Chris Brown, maybe. i say Chris Brown. Just right. because, you know, he, he's, he's really good at what he does. <laughs> Yeah, he, he a vet at this stage in the game too, man. And he's another one where, where if you got Chris on the hook, you know, or on the song, you you definitely gonna have a hit on your hand. So, uh, okay, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm liking both of those answers, man. And, and the same for Cole. Like, you know, he definitely gonna bring it, you know, on his lyrics and, and on his verse, and you know, it's gonna be something of substance. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a uh, a, a single type verse or something where you you digging into a, a, a certain type of subject, I think. So that would be pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, most dope. All right, all right. So uh, let's get into producers, man. Uh, what's one of you guys is, or if you have a top five in, in producers, what who would be in your top five? Hmm. Oh, yeah, like if, if if you had to give a top five of your favorite producers right now that you would want to work with, who would those producers be and why? Right now, yeah. Um, okay. top five. I like um, I like I like the I like I like the Rick Ross movement, like the beat, like the sound. Mm-hmm. The, the, as far as all uh, like the energy that comes from him, like it's I like being versatile. So it's like it's a lot of different kind of flavors in that one group coming out. And, you know, I'm not exactly sure of, of who's behind the production, but definitely like a, a lot of different flavors. Like you don't have to come in like one lane with them. You can do like multiple, like all at once. And that's what I like. Yeah. 
and yeah, it's like man, you can um express like a lot of different sides of yourself, you know, different experiences, different thoughts, feelings, all of the above, all in one. Absolutely, I like, absolutely. I like to be able to get a chance to do that, and um, man, I don't know, see, this is this is a new era, man. So you know, I kind of got my my ears still out there for like who. You know, I have that that creativity. There's a certain creativity I'm looking for. Not certainly a certain sound, but mm-hmm. a certain creativity, and that you can elevate with. Because there's so many sides of us, man. And you can go down any lane, and it's just just golden like that, man. Okay, okay. I think with Ross, he he works with like uh, the Justice League a lot. He worked with uh, Bink Dog from, um, you know, Bink did a lot on that Blueprint, that first Blueprint Hove drop. And, um, you know, he did a lot of stuff for Siegel. Um, trying to think of some other producers he did. But them, like, his go-to guys. Um, you know, so I, I definitely love that Ross music. Uh, 1500 or nothing. I think that's another guy he works with frequently. Um, yeah, okay. Ross is one of my favorite, one of my current faves. So, yeah, I, I definitely be listening out for his beats because he, he got a great ear for beats. Okay, no doubt. All right, all right, Corby. What about you, sir? Who would be your uh, current uh, top five producers? Um, I could say uh, if you ever heard of Scott Storch, mm-hmm. I would say him because you know I like the his creativity and his beat because um, he could really go any way. But for the most part, it's kind of like today's industry uh, type sound. Um, there's also uh, London on the track, I like his beats as well. Uh, Boy Wonder, Drake's producer that he works with. Um, and who else would that be? Have you ever? And also, like, there's this producer called Jay Cornell. I like his beats too, cause you know I just look for a certain sound and like Riley said, a certain creativity as well when I'm listening to something and. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I was hoping to hear Alchemist from one of you gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Alchemist, one of my favorite Ooh. producers. <laughs> Alchemist. Alchemist. Man. Alchemist. Al- I didn't Al- even think Alchemist of that. Great at what he does. Yeah, man. I, he is, I, he's he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I was I was he's just had to, I had to cut the uh, schoolboy. I had to go back to Schoolboy's uh, oxymoron album. I was listening to that first that new one. And I was like, ah, this ain't really doing it for me. So I, I went back to Oxymoron and I cut that Break the Bank on. You know, uh, Alchemist did that joint. And I just was like, yeah, this is what I need right here. Man. Yeah, like Alchemist. I love Alchemist, man. Swiss beat. Yeah, yeah. Swiss another one. Swiss another one. He, he lays an eyes with that echo. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Just Blaze as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fighting. Just Blaze got yeah. He he held down a whole era, damn near by itself. Him and him and Yay, old school Yay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. all right. Okay, so we talked about a lot of music topics. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to get into some other things, man. Is this is it any other other uh, endeavors y'all want to get into? Like I know y'all doing the music right now, but you know, is it uh? I don't necessarily want to say it's a template that all artists follow, but, you know, it seems like it's just, you know, you, you start in one place and you, you branch out as you go on and you you start to find success in that initial, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, thing that you're doing, you know what I mean? So what would be some of the other things that you got your eyes on or are you just like laser focused, locked in on, you know, your music and that's all you worried about at this point in time? Now I would like to reach out with a clothing brand and, and actually movies also, cartoons also. Books is on that list too. Okay, okay. What about you, Corey? Yeah, I would say uh, you know, movies, uh, you know, comedy skits, uh I would say like, you know, motivational videos as well as uh what's that word? I could say, you know, books, like he said, books, too, because, you know, guidance and experiences in a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, 
and you know just started my own clothing brand like you said and you know opening up some sort of business okay okay that's what's up that's what's up all right um what would be one of like one of y'all favorite movies like what would be the ideal movie you would want to be in like you know is would it just kind of, would it even matter or would it, it just be about the opportunity or do you have like a specific movie you would be like yeah that's the type of movie i would want to go into first yeah, something conscious, man. It's just, like, let the people know that like, you can make it whatever you go to. You know, we all starting to struggle. It's like, like the type of movie will be more based on that. Like, it's showing the people that you can get out of what you're going to. You grow, develop, and, and teach others that come behind you on how to make it. Word. Yeah. All right, they go the same uh, for you, my, Corey, or you got another type? I would say that same thing, but as well as, you know, like something comedy, you know, make people laugh. And uh, I say make people laugh. So, like, you know, because when you're laughing, you know, you don't, you forget about your worries and stuff. So, like, <laughs> but as, as well, like you said, you know, addressing the issues as well, you know, telling people that they can make it regardless because, you know, we all start from the bottom, most of us at least. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. All right. Uh bringing it back to the music, man. Uh what's uh what's your top 5 albums that you could listen to like all day? You could you you got deserted on the island, right? And you only could have these 5 albums. What would they be? I would say um for your big life after death. Not Illmatic. Big punch. Capital Punishment. Um, I need to shut him down. Mm. And um, hmm. I would say I can name the album, but it's a KRS album. KRS One. Okay, so so the, so the, so the oh, KRS yeah, one is or, really. or the BDP joints, or just one of his like solo joints. When you're solo. Okay, okay. All right, what about you, Corey? Uh, mine would be probably uh, J. Cole's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Um, I could say as well, he said Nas. Um, I'm trying to remember which uh, album. I could say it was written. I like that one. Or I am, actually. Okay. Um, who else? I could say cannabis. Mm. Because, uh, and I would say another, like, King Los. I want to say his album. I would say one of his mixtapes. Okay, okay. I wasn't. I definitely wasn't expecting the Onyx joint, and I wasn't expecting the cannabis. <laughs> so that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so tell me a little bit about UTL MMG, man. Uh, what's 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 coming up next? Tell you know, tell the people what y'all representing and, and, and what y'all bringing to the table, man. Yeah, UTL MMG, man. We got a powerful movement going on, man. We got. Like lyrics, lyrics, man, messages, bars, and just more creativity. And you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of like, it's a lot of different kind of music, and it's a, it's a lot of different kind of people. You know, so like we coming like bringing that all in one, and different subjects and personalities. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would I would strong in that area yeah yeah most definitely it's like attacking every angle in the industry like being overall just versatile and uh messages really important nowadays word word all right it's that being said man where do y'all see yourselves in the next five to ten years next five to ten years in business, man, and I actually have a big interest for production. 
by producing and more music and teaching music. Nice, nice. All right, what about you, Corey? Um, I could say, you know, just being successful and just helping people out and showing them the way, guiding them. Um, you know, because most people don't really have, some people don't have that guidance that they need in life. And just being like a mentor, you know, just helping people. And, and I could say like owning a business, you know, owning some property with real estate. And just, I could say that. Okay. All right, all right. Well, I think we got a, got enough in the in the in the can for this one, y'all. Uh, definitely want to thank you, man, for uh, you know the both of y'all for coming and doing this interview. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I hope it lived up to y'all expectations. I definitely got some pleasant surprises throughout it. Um, before we get out of here, man, just let the people know again um, about y'all upcoming projects. Tell them where they can find you on social media, and you know what I'm saying. Whatever else, any any you know shout outs you want to give, go ahead and let them ring. Okay. Word. Shout out to UTLMMT. Um, yeah, Raleigh Kwong on Instagram, Raleigh Kwong on Facebook, R A L L I E Q U A N. I am Raleigh Kwong. And, you know, I would say everybody stay positive, man. Be peaceful. And uh, I want to shout out, you know, our manager, Big Steve. I want to shout out uh, our engineer at Salt Mine Studios. Uh, Damien, as well as shouting out Salt, Salt Mine Studios itself, uh, because you know without their production, none of this would really be possible. And um, I could, I could also, you know, you can find me on social media at Corey Shaleen TV on Instagram, Corey Shaleen TV on uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook as well. You just Corey Shaleen, and like, like he said, you know, just. People just keep their head up and keep moving forward. And, you know, you're going through hell. You don't stop. You keep it moving. And, you know, try to just make the best out of your situation. Because it could always be worse. Word, word. Well said, y'all. Well said, man. All right. So we're going to leave it there, man. I look forward to working with y'all brothers, you know, in the coming uh, future. You know, doing a couple more interviews with you. I have my collective over here at the podcast. Uh, you know, next time around, and we'll get a little bit more in depth in some of the songs and material. You know what I'm saying, of both of you guys, and you know, uh, just want to thank yes, y'all. Sir. You know what I'm saying, once again for uh, participating in this. And once it's uh, ready to go, man, I send it y'all way, and you know what I'm saying, shoot that link out there to the people so they can hear y'all, and you know what I'm saying, see what's going on with the camp. Yeah, most definitely. No I appreciate that. All right. No doubt, no doubt. Yes, sir, right? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. This old man, Logan, it's a marathon, not a race, so please make it count. And this is Boulevard Ave. You dig? We catch up with y'all.